Welcome, welcome, welcome to the, yeah, 13th show, the 13th episode of You Thought We Wouldn't Notice. My name is Aaron Lamar Walker, and I'm so excited about this show because we have a big episode. We have a long episode. Um, Yeah, let's just get started. Let's just get started. Uh, Yeah. started y'all let's get started it has been new music friday for me for like the clearly the last week um but Giveon, he has finally come out with his album like his full album like not the ep that he came out with um last year and i'm just i'm so excited about it i'm so excited about it um group group love which is like my like happy band because y'all we are not a monolith around here we, we listen to indie rock music <laughs> Um, and Nick Jonas. Like, let's just talk about Nick Jonas for a minute. Okay, I have been into him for, like, the past couple of years. Um, his music is just everything. Like, he is one of the male performers. Like, we're going to talk about J- Justin Bieber in a second. But I'm just trying to figure out why all of a sudden, or not why all of a sudden, but, like, the past 10 years, the past decade... Justin Bieber just gets to be this past because he he broke through the quote unquote YouTube barriers as like male performers this that and the third. Meanwhile, now all of a sudden he ain't performing. He ain't performing. I know we're in, in, in Mr. Vid. We're 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 in COVID. But um, you got people like Nick Jonas, <laughs> Nick Jonas and his brothers who put on a show, put on a show, like. But speaking about internet culture, like, um, I, I, you might be too young, but, um, sweetie, jo- Jonas, uh, Jonas, Justin Bieber was not the first one. <laughs> it was very much Soldier Boy before that, and people do not like to give him the props, but, but that's a whole different podcast for that, um, a whole different day, and it just, it irks me because it's just like, he's very mediocre, very mediocre. He has a squealy voice, and I just... I'm not here for Justin. Like, I mean, I, I'm really, I'm really not. Like, it's just, I used to tolerate him back in the day, but it's just like, I mean, especially with this new album. I mean, I don't mean to start podcast like this. I just, I don't know. I, I love Nick Jonas, love him because of what, like, he is talented, and Justin Bieber, like, he, he's t- talented in certain ways, but like, I'm just tired of certain male performers or male artists. Just singing about their wives as if they ain't never like had a girlfriend before. Like, take it from Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas, he's been married. He been married for I think a year or a year and a half. That whole album is not about his wife. The whole album is not about his wife. And I just I don't understand. Like like Justin Bieber, Chance the Rapper. I don't understand. Like, I get it, you're in love, but it's just like, 
can you come up with something else? I just, and then I think what pisses, what's pissing me off now is that like, it's, okay, Ju- Justin Bieber came out with this album called Justice. And I was like, okay, that's kind of cool, whatever. Is he going to be talking to me about what happened this past summer? No. He puts on this cute little um, MLK voiceover at the beginning of the album and proceeds to talk about Hailey Bieber the entire album. What is this? What is this? So that's that's why I don't feature him. I I don't feature Justin Bieber because he's not authentic. He's not real. Versus um, Nick Jonas, when he's talking about the culture, even though he's not a part of it, but he's part of very much pop culture. He's a part of the times that we're in. He's talking about things. He's talking about, you know, that the TV is making me... um, uh, what was the lyrics that he said? He said the TV is making me relegate, you know, my future or something like that. Like he's like he's j- dropping gems. Justin Bieber ain't talking about nothing, so I'm trying to figure out what. Why is he still a part of the conversation? That's why I just I, I can't I can't. But um, next topic, <laughs> next topic. Um, let's talk about Marvel for a second, okay? And we're gonna talk about them in two sections. But Tom Holland, <laughs> Tom Holland, Thomas Holland, okay, was in a movie called Cherry this past weekend, I think. Yeah, this past weekend. And <laughs> the movie was great. It was giving me very much, like, it was a war movie. It was war mongering, yeah. But it was it was a twist. It was a twist because it was talking about, you know, for me, it was talking about army culture and mental health, but, like, what happens on the field, and, because people don't talk about that, like, they don't, like, if you have army friends, like, like you'll talk about it amongst yourselves, but they don't talk about PTSD like, like they're supposed to, and I just, I love the way it's talked about in the movie, and they also did spill a couple of teas about when they were saying, um, or they're alluding to that army people over there, like, there are people who, who, do what they're supposed to do. You know, you have your nurses, you have your uh, EMTs, and then you have your soldiers, and then you have your boys club, okay? Because it's very much boys club over there. I know this because I'm just a person on the podcast. I'm just a whole artist, okay? I'm a voiceover, okay? But um, I, I'm not a soldier. <laughs> so when I see or when I hear T like this, I'm like, huh? I thought you fighting for the country. I thought you're doing what you're supposed to do. But meanwhile, it's a boys club. You over there uh, stealing candy from children. <laughs> but, I mean, I digress. Like, I mean, for the past five years, who, who's, who's it been run under? Hmm. Okay. But, yeah, Cherry was a really great movie. Like, it, it talked about, you know, who are who is this war for? You know, who planned it? Like, it's just... It, the movie was great. The movie was really great. Um, now let's talk about uh, Justice League because, see, last podcast I did say we were divided in this house. <laughs> I did say we were divided in this house because I was like, um, I'm very much a Marvel fan, um, but I'm kind of a DC fan now <laughs> because they got it right. They got it right, and now I'm I'm kind of torn because DC Justice League. They got it right. Like, it was, it, it's it's Cyborg and Flash for me, okay? Because I watched the Flash show. But Cyborg, I finally know my man's backstory. <laughs> but the problem is, 
Um, Ray Fisher, I don't think he's coming back unless he, he you know, he gets his coin. Okay, unless he, unless he gets his justice. Okay, um, and rightfully so. But the movie, it, the movie was great. I, it's it's four hours long. I did not take no note notes. That's why I sound like I'm high on this podcast because I'm I'm tired. <laughs> I'm very much drained <laughs> from the weekend. But it, it's just the movie was great. It was talking about a lot of things. Um, I'll just talk about Cyborg's story real quick. It was talking about how you know he lost his or he didn't lo- lose his father, but his father just simply wasn't a part of his life. And then all of a sudden, you know, he, he lost his mother. You know, right after he played his game. And it's just like, wow. You know, even when he... And then there's this one scene that I love. Even when he was turned into, you know, by his master, he was... Or his owner. Ooh. <laughs> when he... Which his owner was his father. Ooh, that, ooh, that's another thing. His owner was his father. Even though he wasn't there. That's a whole thing we can talk about. Ooh. But um, when his mother died... um. In the car, in the car crash, um, uh, he was assembled in uh, after his, his father picked him up from the hospital. Like he, like I don't know, he, I forget what it's called, but basically, like he, um, like got some robot pieces and like put, like assembled him together. And then when uh, Cyborg woke up, he was like, uh, "Negro, you were not there for me, so I don't even know why you were over here creating all types of monsters, Frankenstein's, and stuff." Like it was, it was a conversational piece. Like and I, I really love that. I am ready for Flash's movie because I we, we see who Iris is. I'm ready for uh, Joe and Cisco. Okay, I'm ready for Joe and Cisco <laughs> because I mean we need it. We need it. We very much need it. Um, and I just I don't know what's next because after the epilogue, I mean we did see Martian Manhunter. I'm so excited, but at the same time I'm like. This was Snyder's vision. But what's going on behind the scenes with Jared Leto and his cult and um, Viola Davis not liking what, what Jared Leto did behind the scenes too. Uh, Harley Quinn, uh, Margot Robbie not liking what, what's going on behind the scenes too. How, <laughs> how are things going to happen behind the scenes when y'all still holding on to Jared Leto, this white supremacist man? Like, like what, are, what are y'all doing? So I, I, don't, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, I hope things can go forward, but why is Jared Little still here when he has a hostile background? Like, get him out of here. Anyway, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It is the conspiracy theories for me. Like, Disney said, okay, we're going to do this rated R. We're going to do this rated R, and we're going to talk about some things. We're going to get into some things like Nikki said. (laughs) We're going to get into some things. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, like, it, it's a good show. It's all, I know it's only one episode, but basically you open it and you, you, um, as, as Falcon, you're flying around and then all of a sudden people hit you with the question or they hit and saying with the questions, oh, so is, uh, Captain really dead and stuff. And it's like, you got like, Trump supporters up in there, you know, COVID deniers. And I'm just like. I am so excited for what this show is going because one thing Disney don't do, or now the woke Disney, they are never going to miss a beat, okay? They're not going to miss a beat. Like, they, which makes me excited for Captain, um, or, yeah, Captain Marvel too, <laughs> Because I, I, I'm excited uh, for the, the movies going forward. 
Um, and, um, but yeah, hold on. So yeah, how, like last, uh, the last podcast that we talked about, uh, with Scream and Scream 5 coming out, when I was watching the Scream movies, I was like, okay, where are all these actors went? Because I'm like, these 90s actors, they have gone. I mean, and they're not dead, but they're just like, they're not being booked anymore. I'm like, well, like, what is going on? Like, like, where is, um... Uh, the, 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 the Scooby-Doo actors. Um, I mean, recently, because I've been watching uh, 911. Um, so we had uh, uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. I mean, of course, she's still going to be here. I mean, she's queen. But I'm trying to figure out, like, like where is everyone else? <laughs> like, where? I mean, and especially Shaggy. Like, I keep on calling him Shaggy. But um, where is he at? Like, I just, these certain people they're not here anymore and I'm just like what is going like why you're not booking the people that we need <laughs> I just I don't know but um that's just a little quick thought that I had and let's just get into the things at hand that I really want to talk about because it's the black church for me it, it's the it's the it's the black pews it's the black offering plate for me the capitalism for me um the hoping of the padding of the pockets for me um, <laughs> oh my gosh, Kirk Franklin cussing his son out. Let, let, yeah, let me get my phone. Yeah, now, now, yeah, podcast has finally started. Um, hold on, let me get this. And carry on if you hear this, please. Like, I'm not, I, I'm on your side, I'm completely on your side. Um, so I'm assuming you've heard. <laughs> all of the stuff that's been going on. And I'm just, I'm trying to figure out, like, is, uh, should I even play the clip? I do want to play it, but, yeah, let me let me find this video. Because I have the aftermath videos, or, like, the, some more tea, if you will. Hold on, let me, let me find this. Yeah, let me just go to his, uh, his Instagram, because I do follow Carry On. Let me see. Carry on. Carry on. that and I'm just I'm here to say this and we'll get to the to the next tea in a second because uh, people are I don't think they're hearing that um, it hits home for me because you know I grew up in the black church you know my mother is a preacher and you know I've had to come to her about things that she didn't witness and she would be like oh my gosh I wish you would have come to me sooner about certain things um because you know as a mother you don't play that um but 
black people in the church, like you witness, uh, like the reason why there are black uh, comedians out there, like like uh, not Carlton Banks, is because we witness a lot of things, and for people, like it's weird, like when I'm when I'm seeing the black church now, you know, they they're caping for Kirk Franklin. As if he would pad your pockets in a second. Like, I just, <laughs> which is scary to me because it's like, it's just, why. and then I got people in the comments being like, ooh, my, my mom did this to me, so therefore, you know, X, Y, Z. Huh? As the collective, we are moving forward. We're not, we're not staying complacent. We are not. We are not being idle. Like, I, <laughs> did I did I get the message that that, that we're just supposed to stay here? <laughs> no, we're moving. We're we're, we're leveling up. Y'all love to say, oh, you know, we're moving on up to the east. Y'all love to say that, but when things come out about your quote unquote people, oh, we're not supposed to say that. We're not supposed to do that. What happening to to going higher? <laughs> No, but when it happens to one of your own, that will do nothing for you. Kirk Franklin don't even know you. Even if you were to sit in front of his, his pews, he would do nothing for you. <laughs> and that's why I keep on saying capitalism will not save us. <laughs> like, and I think capitalism and feeding into your community is two different things. Like, you can start a business like myself. You can start a business... And someone else can start a business right next to you and you can fuel your own community and start, you know, building a community of wealth. But that is not having, that is not you knowing the person who is at the gate. That That is not, and you being comfortable with that. Like, I just, <laughs> what? That is literally slavery. That is literally knowing and padding and clothing the master and I, I i don't i don't i'm i'm not fine with that i've never been fine with that never been fine with that so let me play you this this next clip because i, I what this whole post on his page is cap he ain't been consistent with going to counseling we can verify that he, he he won't even speak to T.D. Jakes again. T.D. Jakes was on that phone call. He didn't tell y'all that part. Get Jakes back on the phone. And th that's... <laughs> that's T. <laughs> Very much T. Because he was like, you know, oh yeah, he apologized to his fans only. And not me. This is why I'm done. His entire story is capped. And that's so true. Because that, that whole apology was like... That was supposed to be a private matter. And the therapist was on the like he had like one thing I love about these uh <laughs> these comedians that I'd be following, they'd be like, why does every pastor or every like uh Christian um uh artist always gotta put on this <laughs> quote unquote prophetic voice when they trying to fake apologize? <laughs> it's like, sir, if you are human and not robotic, <laughs> do not put on the PR voice for me. Don't do that. Because it's giving very much, ooh, I got caught. Let me put on this electronic. <laughs> like, I just, I, I don't understand it. And I'll give you this. 
Because one thing I am is, of course, I've always been, but I am real, and especially on this podcast. I had a family member cuss me out when I was nine. And it took them years to get my trust back. Years. <laughs> um, to the point where she was like, she had to, it took her years to understand me again. You know, and to the point where she didn't even know that I cut her off. <laughs> and that's, that's the Virgo thing. <laughs> that's a, we will cut you off and you won't even know it. Okay, that's how bad we are. That is how bad we are. But I needed that time to heal because of, I don't know about you, but for me personally, I need time to heal. That doesn't mean that I haven't forgiven you, but I needed time to heal or else I would have become, becoming, <laughs> I would have became bitter. I would have not trusted. I would have been misogynistic. I would have looked at every black woman or every black person the same way because of an unresolved experience. And that's what, that's why this carry on situation, you know, hurts because this is not the first time this happened. This has happened more than once. And so for these church folks to be like, <laughs> like when, when Lexi said, I don't follow her. Cause she was like, um, do y'all know that church folk cuss? Who do y'all hang with? Da, da, da. And they all just laughing and kicking. And I'm like, they were like, oh yeah, and, and we'll still beat y'all to heaven first and all this other nonsense. And I'm just like, it's not even about that. Like, what about the abuse that we're experiencing on earth? We, we yes, we will die and, and we will, you know, ascend. But like, can we live in peace here? <laughs> Can you love us while we are here? Can we get our roses and compliments while we are here? Y'all love to be like, like, this man is 30. Yes, he's 30. But look, I, take it from me. I'm 25. Anybody cussing me? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Respect is given. Respect is earned. You do not sit here and just, this This is not, like, I don't know why we, we think that we live in this age where, like, respect is, like, on Netflix. It's on-demand respect. It's like, no. If I respect you, you respect me. But if you, like, <clears throat> I'm speechless at this point because it's just, like, we're still living in a time in 2021 where people are like twisting these Game of Thrones built <laughs> oligarchies. Like I, I can't even, I just, I can't, I can't y'all. But, um, oh yeah, cussing in the name of God. Like I heard all of that. It was just a whole bunch of mess y'all. And then here we go. Because I wrote notes. I, I wrote notes. I wrote notes, y'all. Hey, did he notebook? Um, boundaries. That's where that's what I had to do. Because when the person who cussed me out, when she finally called me back, and when she finally reached out to me, I was like, she she got me cussed me out when I was like nine or thirteen. And uh we ain't talking until I was like <laughs> until I was like 20. <laughs> And um, 
It was in a time in my life where I was like, look, I'm trying to become this whole artist. I'm I'm a, I'm trying to be. I need to. That was when I wrote my first memoir, and I was like, okay, I need. I'm getting this out anyway, so I, I might as well just let her know what the tea is. <laughs> and it, you know. We also got to get rid of this. This whole family is family thing. No, uh-uh. <laughs> because that, that's the quickest way for you to get blocked, okay? Th that is the quickest way for you to get blocked because I can't, there's no peace with me. There is no peace with me. If, if, that's, if, if that's what it's going to be like for you, then, then where's the peace for me? And that's where boundaries come in. And so, if you have to block people, block them. Doesn't mean that you can't, you know, quote unquote, pray for them, whatever. But you need your peace. <laughs> Especially in a pandemic. He's doing this in a pandemic. You need your peace. You need your peace. But, um... Yeah, and all types of holistic healing, salt lamps, everything. <laughs> Erica Badu, okay, period. Um, but yeah, but that's the black church for you. <laughs> they love to throw rocks and hide their hand. Um, because I've seen it, <laughs> seen it. Me and my mom, we've had to heal together, okay, heal. But uh. We all right. <laughs> um, now let's get on to the scammies. Beyonce saved the night. <laughs> she saved the night and won and made history. Okay, she made history. But um, what pissed me off is that Blackest King did not win again for best musical film. They gave it to some other white person. Are you kidding me? Did, did we not watch the same film? I, I, I'm going to leave that alone, but it's just like, wow. So many people were snubbed that night, but I'm just like, wow. Beyonce ain't going to give us nothing ever again. Like, this is going to be, that was her last visual album. She's like, look, this is why she, she, she retired. She's going to retire. Now, when she come back, she going to come back. But it's just, she probably gonna do like a, a Mariah thing when she come back and it's gonna be like the vault. You know Mariah giving us this vault. <laughs> she giving us this vault. That's what that's the 30 rarities is for. But um it's just it's it's ang it, it's it's pissing me off. But I just and what y'all did to Chloe and Hallie, that's why I got the Chrome edition on pre-order, because it's like who of their, of their age and caliber is making music like that today? R&B. Because y'all act like R&B is rap. No, R&B is rhythm and blues. Rhythm and sadness. Rhythm and love. Rhythm and harmony. What? <laughs> what is going on? But, 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 but they're going to be all right. They're going to be all right. Because... Uh, 
Next album gonna be sickening. That 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 Little Mermaid album. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna be floundering all up in there. Okay, I can't wait. I can't wait. Cause y'all thought the gift was sickening. Oh wait, just you wait. It's gonna be dreadlock season. Okay, dread. Listen, I might even go get me some dreads just just to just to prepare for the album release. Okay, just you wait. <laughs> but um, Megan, three-time Grammy winner, the Stallion. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm so proud of her. You know why? Because she, she did the work, okay? Good news might not have been like the, her best work, but she did the work. And I'm about tired of everybody saying, oh, you know, uh, just because like like Nikki did her like Nikki did her work too. She's being blackballed. I don't know why. I do know why, but I don't know why at the same time. And I think it's because, excuse me. Atlanta. She, Nikki came in when record labels were on its last leg. Megan came in. Rock Nation is not a label. Rock Nation is like its own, you know, ethereal rock type thing. Like it's it's a rock. Like you can do what you want on a rock. On a label, that's a whole building. Like Beyonce is not this whole. I mean, she. We ain't gonna do that. Beyonce is not this whole conglomerate. Like, but Atlantic is still in this old, it's, it's like the Grammys. It's politics. And, 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 I'm, and I'm sad for Nikki, but when she come back, oh, she gonna come back. And I, as quiet as, as it's kept, I hope that she can partner with, with Jay-Z. I really hope even though she's around the same age as Beyonce and stuff, I I just want her to be signed under somebody else. I, I want or her to make her own label. Like I really want, want that for her. Um, Doja Cat was snubbed and being treated like Nikki. Can we talk? Can being treated like Nikki? Like it just it don't make no sense. Oh wait, no. Yeah, see, this is why this is why we write notes. This is why we write notes. She's being snubbed, being treated like Nikki, or is it because she signed to Doctor Luke? Now let's talk about it. Because apparently now Grammys want to be all political and stuff and be like, "Ooh, we can't award sexual harassers." Um, y'all been doing it for eons, so I'm like, not to say that it's right, but I'm like. Doja, they, listen, Doja has been, like, low-key independent. Like, because her first albums and stuff, before Hot Pink, she just been riding the, the game. Like, she just been doing, you know, going with the flow. So now, all of a sudden, you want to be like, oh, uh, Missy, you've been here with Dr. Luke. But, um, I'm trying to figure, so, does Kesha have a Grammy? I mean, are we reward? Like, can we really talk? Because when she performed that same night when she was singing "Praying," did y'all give her a Grammy? I don't think so. So it's just like miss me with the mess. But when Kesha, when Kesha come back, boom! And when Do when Doja come back, it's it's going it's yeah, it's going to hit. Um. Dua Lipa, <laughs> forget about it. She, she's here to stay. 
she um she she went to the performance academy and I'm just I'm so excited for her. <laughs> like it was just everything. Bruno Mars, period. <laughs> Bruno just just Bruno Mars. Just Bruno Mars, okay? Anderson Pack, I really couldn't get into him. Like I know I'd be calling him Anderson Pack of Gum, Anderson the Colorist. But it's just I really can't get into him like that. His albums don't hit like uh, Bruno Mars. Like, like we need to remember who Bruno Mars is. Like he came in the game hitting. Anderson Pack, like, even though he opened up for Beyonce on the formation tour. Anderson. So and, and you know what's also weird? He loves to, you know, he's almost like Matt James on, on the uh, Bachelor. He loved to be like, oh, I'm half this, I'm half Korean, I'm half this, I'm half that. But um, we ain't seen no Stop Asian Hate posts on his Instagram. So I'm going to just leave that alone. <laughs> you like to be half something when it's convenient. But when you really a whole nigga, leave that alone. Next case. <laughs> Next case. <laughs> Next case. Um, but on a serious note, what happened in Atlanta was just like it was it was terrifying. Like I I still we're in what we we in March really March. I I, I hate it. I hate it here. Um, but yeah, rest in peace to the victims. I. Like, they're literally out here saying that, like, the problem is, like, sexual education and all this other nonsense. And I'm just like, no. The problem is white supremacy. Sk skip the education. Like, what? Like, I, where's jail? Where is... What? I just... Huh? They love to... They lo I think, yeah, I put this on Instagram. They love to do think pieces when it comes to white people. But let this be a person of color. Oh, it, it's jail. It's off to the, oh, I can't believe he did this. But white people, they get the think piece um, space. It, it just, it don't make no sense. But um, yeah, overall, the show was boring. Oh, the show was boring. And then, yeah, I agree with a lot of people. All the review, uh, the, the reviewers, we're not going to have, the, the, uh, the way we're in this digital age, we're not going to be having no uh, Grammys in, in anytime soon. Like it's it's going to it's going to be giving like, cause to be honest, like I don't think I've ever said this before. Ever since um when I saw the uh the Whitney performance on um the American Music Awards and she was holding that that rock that diamond, I loved uh the American Music Awards. Like why don't we just keep that the BET. The NAACP, let's keep the, the, give the Grammys away. We, we don't need them. We don't need it. The American Music Awards, those seem more classier to me. Like, I just, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, Grammys, we don't need it. And yeah, let's talk about diabetes real quick. Liabetes, are you kidding me? Can I find this video? Hopefully I can find this video because we still got more stuff to talk about. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Hold on. That was disgusting. Hold on. Who recorded this? It was just before tip-off in the high school girls' basketball tournament near Tulsa, Oklahoma. But when members of the Norman High School team began to kneel, the announcers sounded off using racist and explicit language, not realizing they were speaking into hot mics. The announcers were not part of the school district. Okay, basically. Um, yeah, I have enough time. Um, yeah, basically, I don't know who recorded that first one because I could not hear anything. But um, yeah, they basically said F um niggers. And I'm like, are are you kidding me? Like, first of all, half the other girls were white. It was only two Two Negroes <laughs> on the team. Like, like, what are you talking about? It's Oklahoma. So, but th that's how you know how racist these places are. And I hate when people are like, oh, we're not all racist. We're not all. Um, <laughs> like, I can't. And then here's the kicker. Here's the kicker, y'all. Y'all ready? You ready? Um, the man wants to say, oh, um, I, had, I didn't eat my breakfast that day. So, and, and so I have diabetes. So what? Uh, diabetes is causing racism now, sir? Huh? Diabe diabetes? Get, get, get out of here. Get out of my face. Stop playing in my face. Stop playing. Stop playing. Stop. Stop playing in my face. Stop playing in my face. Stop. Stop playing in my face. Stop playing in my face. Period. Stop playing in our faces. I'm tired of it. <laughs> but um, now let's get on to this other guy. Like, I, I, I just, I can't. I'm tired of taking Virgos off the list. But it's just like, sir, Kevin Fraser, the guy from E! News. He just, he really messed everything up. So y'all have been hearing this story about uh, Sharon, not Sharon Stone, Sharon somebody, hold on. Sharon Osbourne, how she um, told, uh, hold on, yeah, she told, Sharon Osbourne told, uh, what's the girl's name? I know her name, but she told the, uh, she told one of the black hosts to um, to stop crying about racism. And she was like, I'm the one who should be crying. And so Kevin Frazier gets on this Captain Save-A-Hole syndrome and wants to, like, you know, um, interview her and be like, well, let's get her side of the story. Let's get her side of the story. Shall we? Shall we? No, you not. You shouldn't shall. Like, like what are you doing? And so he gets on this television and wants to, like, interview her and she's like I've been set up I've been set up and I'm like are you kidding me like 
Let me hold on again. I gotta I have to pause and then we'll be right back. Pat, they made in February. There was a situation in February. Carrie Ann was given a question to ask Elaine. And Carrie Ann didn't want to ask it, but it came from the producers to ask Elaine. And it was if black people can use the N-word, why can't white people use the N-word? I would love to hear what you have to say. Which is a very naive question to ask. We all know why. So Elaine got very upset with her response. Carrie Ann started to cry. So we agreed we would never be surprise each other with questions if we thought the other one hadn't been prepped. And we said we will never put ourselves in this situation again where we set each other up. So we all agreed as women, got your back. I finished saying what I'm saying and then Cheryl asked me these questions, which I didn't know, and they were written questions. And then Elaine's reading her questions. Stand up for anti-racism. And I'm like, I've been set up. Don't try and cry, because if anyone should be crying, it should be me. And I went like, how dare you all do this to me? I'm your sacrificial lamb. So in the break, I'm like, talk to me, Cheryl. Talk to me. What is going on? She wouldn't. I lost it even further. Sharon did. Are you kidding me? Sacrificial land. <laughs> like, I, you, you can't make it up. You, you, you can't make it up. You can't make, you can't make it up. And it's just like, it's, it's surprising to me. Like, Kevin Fraser, you had one job to do. You you had one job to do, and that was to be a black Virgo man, <laughs> a perfectionist. Okay, like I I just I don't understand, but it's just like when 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 certain when men get money, it's it's like you just and, and I I was about to say I get it. Oh Lord, forgive me, because I don't. I really don't. Like when when certain men get money, they're like, okay, I I got it. I gotta save everybody so we can all get along. Like, what? This is not recess. This is not taking everybody's order. Like, what? Like, I, I'm confused. I, I'm really confused because it's like you didn't have Elaine on the show. You didn't have Cheryl on the show. You didn't have, like, why are you interviewing this white woman? This white woman was literally. <laughs> And if you don't know, if you don't, if you don't know, her uh, Sharon Osbourne's daughter was was literally the one I think a couple of years ago on the View who was saying, uh, "What would Trump do if all the Mexicans were uh, over the border? Uh, if he had nobody to uh, uh, wipe their toilets? Like with her full full chest Twitter gets on my nerves. Full chest Twitter and full chest people." Full chest people get on my nerves because it's like they be thinking they 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 did something. The whole room was silent. It's like um, <laughs> that's why Rosie got her all the way together. It was just like, ma'am, <laughs> as if that's all. Like what? What? I just like that. It, it's it's the racism from it's the like like they know they racist, but like if they're trying to unlearn something like. What? It's, it's like a glitching computer, okay? I just, I, I don't know. I don't understand it. 
I'm not trying to understand it. Like, like that's the thing. But yeah, Kevin Fraser, I just I couldn't. I couldn't. But um, but yeah, that is today's show. <laughs> I am so excited. Um STEMI hasn't come yet, y'all. The STEMI has not come yet. I'm, I'm you know, a little miffed about that, but uh, we move. If <laughs> we move. Um, I'm just, uh, no, I am, I am excited. Um, I'm ready for uh, the Chrome edition of Ungodly Hour to get here because I am I'm, I'm really into uh, vinyl. And, um, but yeah, so I will see y'all next Friday, okay? Peace! <laughs>